rediscover the facets of yourself that have been kept hidden away for far too long. For just $1, you can take a journey and make it your ultimate transformation. Center of the Sun Plus offers more tools, support, and community to help you explore your inner realms. Click the link in the description to join today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Thanks to you for joining me this hour, sometimes as a black man who identifies as LGBTQ, specifically the G, it is necessary to show someone better than you can tell them so that they can tell without a doubt that your no means exactly that. It means fucking no. <laughs> Jesus. My opinions are valuable to me as if as you as you may be able to tell from my spicy intro but i feel like i have to say that out loud because a lot of people have felt the need to constantly devalue and um well just devalue me so here it is black lgbtq are not less than we are not equal to or above in any way we are just here Trying to fucking exist, trying to find our fucking way, trying to find our joy. And we plead with you just to validate our existence beyond what the eye sees, okay? We are just here. But then I think about my expansion as a human. I was expanded by God by God in some way. And I realized that we feel love and we sing songs and we dance and we smile and we talk. We influence our peers with paintings and sculptures and fashion and beauty. We juxtapose fluorescent colors on digital mediums. Our expressions begin to take the place where our heart was. Our outward expressions, that is. The constant eyes and attention is kind of terrifying in hindsight. We become spiritual at a certain point. A lot of people shed their religions, shed their family, upbringing, whatever. 
and I know I furiously attempted to recover the vile ways, recover from, rather, the vile ways that people chose to hate me and chose to express their hate on our community at large. A lot of people are focused on all the wrong aspects of our basic humanity. It's abundantly clear, though, inside my head, anyway, the memories especially those that were attached to pain because those don't fade as easily. But I survived. And since realizing my survival and my value in this world, my mission has become to survive everyone else's survival mechanism. (laughs) I can't even get it out. Everyone else's survival mechanism. So I must revert to my childhood days... That actually seems like the best course of action. My childhood days when I was grounded. And back then, we didn't have screens in every room or TVs or stimulation. We had to stimulate our own brains. But I remember the days I sat on my bed for hours. And without anything significant to think about, because I didn't have a TV and I didn't have music, wasn't allowed to play it. When you're grounded, I didn't have particularly any trauma to recover from because a lot of people are now in this heroin epidemic. What I'm realizing is that a lot of people's pain and they need a painkiller is often rooted in some sort of childhood trauma. I was talking with the patient the other day and every time I talk about this, someone always like always validates my assumptions about it. Um, And it's not true 100% of the time. Of course, if you're traumatized as a child, you can recover as an adult. But if you don't, I can understand why Um, a little bit better than someone like my dumbass who was actually adopted and shielded from a lot of bullshit. Um, But that having that freedom in childhood is now translating into adulthood. And that's the topic of today's show is kind of how we are the observers of our own reality. And we're the actor and the founder and the player. You know, like we are, it's this weird, it's so weird. And I don't know if anybody has a brain like mine, but I want to talk about hmm, the best way to approach life. I think and that's why I'm talking about this I'm reciting this meditation right now because the memories don't fade that they haven't faded I just I just have to find a way to remember them but anyway I think I can sit here and talk about these things because and that's a privilege because I wasn't traumatized as a child and I was given a lot of space a lot of gr- a lot of space and time to think and, and to just be alone but not truly alone like people are actually abandoned as kids and actually um had you know figure out their who they were in solitude i was put in solitude because i was too much in you know i was always connecting so i needed i was balanced my solitude was 
in, a, in, a, in an effort to balance me. Like I was very curious. Like imagine me in my curiosity. In my curiosity, let me tell you a story. One, one day, and I didn't get beat for this either. I was like very because my mom was so mad she couldn't even touch me, but because she would have killed me. But um, I remember my little brother. He was still a baby. He wasn't even one. I think he was like six months or something. It was something like very young, like very, very young. Probably younger than that, honestly, because that's why it was so such a bad thing. But I mean, it wasn't terrible, but it was me as a child. But I'm curious. And I remember if you ever watch as a kid, you watch somebody drive. You ever watch anybody drive before? But as a kid, it's like you're like, wait, what? Like you're pulling all these levers and pressing all these buttons and we're going places. You smell the smells. You feel the feelings, you see the sights, you know, you do all of these things. In my five-year-old brain, I'm like, oh my God, this is so cool. Like, how does this work? Just the same way, you know, like the same brain that I have today is the same brain as I has as I had as a child. And I'm like, just as curious. And I'm watching people do this thing called driving. And they're pulling this, and they're pulling the gear shift and they're turning the wheel and they're pressing the gas and stopping with the brake and so you know over the course of my little brain childhood with without trauma and a bunch of other stuff clouding my consciousness i'm soaking in what i can and that is the appearance you know the watching people do shit like drive so I'm in the front seat because I was a big I was a big child. I mean, not a big child, but I was tall enough to sit in the front seat. I've always been a tall boy. And and I was the oldest, second from oldest, but my older brother's nine years older than me. So he was like, you know, he wasn't hanging out with me. Um, so as the older child out of my siblings, I obviously got to sit up front. And then so. I remember a day when my mom, so the little brother's in the back seat. My mom had me in the front seat and she left the car on and she went into the daycare to pick up my other two siblings. Two seconds, you know. Of course you leave on the car, da da da. We live in a small town. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing going on, you know. But I'm curious though. And I get a free minute. And I'm like, yeah, I could actually. Because I probably, and I don't remember what thoughts took me to the action, but I probably was like, yeah, now's my chance. I get to push the levers. I get to press the buttons. I get to drive. But I didn't realize that this mechanical, (laughs) that this was a a machine, basically. And that I had the power to kill myself and my little brother in the backseat. So, long story short... Um, or long story long because it's already too long um i got in the front seat pulled down the sh- <laughs> i pulled it from park to uh reverse it only took one you know but i didn't put the brake on i don't know how i did it i don't know how i did it goodbye well, i guess it still moves without the brake on but you're supposed to put the brake on it otherwise it messes up the transmission but um yeah so the car started moving back moving backwards so we're parked at the door and we're moving backwards towards a line of trees thank god there was no sort of sort of um ravine or sort of uh ditch or something because but basically we went backwards but i remember being like oh shit and like furiously 
furiously um, trying to stop the car, but I didn't realize the brake. I didn't realize how the machine worked. So I tried to stop the car with my foot. And, um, you know, the car is going backwards. I'm trying to stop the car with my foot. I'm, I'm sure it would work. I was sure at the time, like still to this day, I'm like, I feel the feeling of like being sure in your gut and being like, this will work. Like just put your foot down just like a bike. Well, just like a bike stand, you know, no, it, it didn't work. We hit the, um, the median or the guard, you know, on the ground with the stops, the where you park and it's like the little concrete thing like that's what stopped the car but anyway and then my mom comes out I think I either run inside in like terror because I'm like oh my god I just moved this car or I just sit there I think I ran inside to get her because I think I messed I think I was like really scared but um I remember not being touched <laughs> or like being grounded as a result and my mom being like I can't even like begin to discipline you like get out of my face because you will I will be a criminal when this is over. So I was spared. Yay. Um, and to this day, you know, I'm still a good driver. It's fine. But um, that's just a little story from my childhood because it speaks to my curiosity, speaks to my personality, actually, just as a person. And then it speaks to how many times I've been grounded for like the dumbest shit. Um, <laughs> and then so I'm pretty sure I was like grounded probably like for a week or something. I don't even know. I don't remember because I didn't really get in trouble. There was no pain attached to it. But, um, yeah, I don't really remember how long I was grounded. But it's neither here. Pardon me. It's neither here nor there. We, um, we were sheltered from a lot of stuff. So I revert to a lot of those times when I was a kid and I was grounded and I just sat in my room alone in my brain. I feel like that was valuable. Just me and my young consciousness. Because I was thinking and I wasn't thinking about like terrible things. So I guess it was fine. And then I realized that my whole life has been filled with a constant like recollection of certain memories. And these memories are specifically me connecting with myself. I remember even earlier than that, a memory of like me, like astral projecting once or twice. I think it was twice. I can count two times. Like I can count the number of times, but I thought they were dreams when I was a bait when I was a kid. But now that I'm older, I'm like, I remember floating down the set of stairs and seeing my mom fall, you know, had fallen asleep on the couch with the TV on glowing blue Oh, it's so weird, but I have these memories of me connecting with myself, basically. And my spirituality, uh, and if you've been listening to the show, has evolved, like, because it's like the more I do the show, the more my spirituality evolves. And that was really the point of doing it, because I'm a curious man and I like to talk about it. I'm a verbal processor. But nobody wants to talk about religion because it, it goes against their precious Jesus or their whoever. And so I'm left to my own devices, literally and figuratively. Here we are. But my spirituality has become less about, uh, has been less about external 
things, higher powers and shit and church and, you know, pastors and stuff. And more about the elevation and expansion of the power that already exists inside of me. I I recognize that and I want other people to recognize that inside of themselves. All of the time that we spend black LGBT people, LGBTQ people, all that time we spend singing and dancing and finding joy has become more and more valuable with time, of course, in a world filled with people who hate themselves. That's the gag. (laughs) That's the true gag. Because I'm like, wait, I spent all this time figuring out a way to love myself only to teach the people that taught me how to hate myself how to love themselves the irony it's cosmic and it's ironic but i'll take it people who lacked focus and chose to publicly ridicule me as a child fuck you and i laugh out loud Because I see you and your ugly children miserable as fuck. But I begin to laugh at at other people, too, who tell me to meditate. Like I haven't already been able to scan my memories like a digital catalog, bitch. Didn't even know I could do it. It just was like natural. I just thought people did. I don't know. I literally asked people like, hey, what's your mind's eye look like? They're like, what the fuck are you talking about? You don't close your eyes. When you close your eyes, what do you see? I see nothing. People literally see nothing. How? I got, even if I don't have an image in my mind, something is swirling right now. But anyway, yoga can focus your mind. I think that's why Beyonce is like telling you to do shit like that because it does focus your mind and to the untrained mind. It can help you reach your higher self, but that's not my way. I can't even go with therapy. Like, even, like, normal shit that people do don't even work for me. But I've learned how to survive in this world. I've And I've learned how to survive in a world that constantly ignores the well-being of black LGBTQ people. That's where... I'm not even going to talk about Jesse Smollett. But bottom line is that we're kind people. We are humans and we experience the full range of human emotions. That's all I'm saying. And I feel like we're constantly devalued in this dimension because the gag is that we're our humanity is valued in another dimension. And it doesn't mean that it's another place or a separate place, but our re, our humanity is valuable in a world where there are a whole other set of rules or additional set of rules laws of nature because what we got right now is weird it's like super super weird like i don't even want to like go outside it's so weird but i but i feel compelled to perpetuate my existence so fuck y'all i'm here you got to get used to me bitch my old boss called it devon adjustment disorder and i'm like yeah you'll get used to me it's fine because i'm not changing fuck that i Ooh, you know how long it's taken me to get to this point? Like, what? And to change? No, bitch, I can't. You got to change. Oh, I'm high energy? No, how about your medium low energy? 
because I feel great. You are probably just suffering. And, and that's fine. You don't have to like be anything. But um, I want to ask you a few questions. Send me your answers at hostessinterestson21.com. Okay. You can also tweet me, you know, all those great things at centerson 21 on Twitter. Also today, in my out of curiosity and by mistake is more normally how I do things up in this bitch. That's why I just set my life up to just be open to accept anything. I've launched Devon.org, my blog. And um, so the whole purpose of Center of the Sun podcast was to give me time and space to figure out what the fuck I'm about to do with my whole brand, my brand as a musician and a songwriter and a, and a producer. So you'll be seeing more music and stuff for me. I don't know what the fuck I'm about to do, but um, yes, I do. I have a plan, but it's like, how am I going to do it? Because I have a full time job. And I already work overtime every week. Like I work 50 to 55 hours a week and it's not going to slow down. It's actually going to get worse because guess who gets to cure HIV? Oh, I'm so happy. I love my job. So I get to work on the HOPE study. The HOPE Act was passed by President Obama. Bam. And it allows us to do more shit with science in terms of HIV organs and shit like that. HIV um, people who live with HIV, we can now transplant their organs legally. Ain't no need to be out here crying and dying for no reason because people with HIV can choose to get a HIV positive organ and so can HIV negative people. So, you know, that's what we're going to be doing in the future. We got cure studies. We got injectable versions of medication. <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking like that. <laughs> I don't know where I'm getting my announcer voice from. I think I'm just like, I'm like really doing hand motions and, and everything. I, w I wish you could see me, but I'm living vicariously th through black women all of a sudden. Uh, Tamar Braxton is my new idol and Cardi B, I guess. Like, I'm just like trying to be like a sassy black woman today, you know. But anyway, Devon.org, D-V-A-U-G-H-N, that's how you spell my name. Don't wear it out. If you can't spell it, it's not for you. Don't try. Um, head on over to Devon.org for more information about who I am, about my daily life. Because I don't post that shit on social media. I don't own that shit. I only post. <laughs> I'm not posting my life on social media because I don't own the content that therefore is shared. Duh. Like, why would I give Twitter and then people my fucking rights in my face no you get a selfie here and there but that's it you're not getting a whole blog a micro blog so you can mine it and steal my shit that fuck you bitch anyway whoa whoa thank you thank you for listening we actually have a topic today we're talking about numerology and i wanted to ask you a few questions before we got there and I wanted you to send me your answers, host at centrison21.com or tweet me at centrison21 on Twitter. Do you feel compelled to perpetuate your existence? If so, choose, choose, sorry. If so, therefore, 
I choose to fight with you. Also, first question, did your soul choose your body? It's weird to think about. I, when we've been talking about the esoteric energy system and the esoteric energy bodies, the different ways that our consciousness and our mind and our body and our spirit intersect, then second question if your soul chose your body therefore did your soul choose this reality slash existence i say yes i say yes oh my god that's a good song but i'm not a christian anymore lord yes i'll say yes i'll say yes lord yes lord yes anyway it's time to take care and find a way to cope and i say this because not because i want to devalue medical professionals or professionals at large i also want us to be able to cope even when those people are like on vacation you know like when we don't have any other way to fix ourselves, we should be able to slip into our memory bank, revert to a lesson that we've learned, a time in our life that we figured something out. And if we can do that, we've won half the battle. And then we can like use medication and like our tools and our resources to get where we need to be. But at least we aren't hurting ourselves and hurting others. So I want you to find a way to cope. Okay, and I we're going to talk about numerology today. And today is just an introduction because it's hard. These concepts are so big. I can only give you a snippet. And we're going to keep talking about esotericism and occult meditation practices because I've it's like weird. It's like I'm high when I'm done. I've been meditating and stuff and it's like I'm hot. It's like it's hard to get out of it. (laughs) It's like you you slow your brain waves down so much it's like trying it's like waking up out of a deep sleep it's the weirdest fucking feeling ever but i feel like it's like making new brain cells or something i don't know but i want you to join me in this quest and i want you to feel your feelings again that's the point it's literally like that's your power like your emotions are your powers i unfortunately <laughs> unfortunately that's just how we're built and Once you start understanding your emotions and how your emotions play into your daily life, I think you can find a way to avoid the negative emotions and find the memories that made you most human. So the memories, those are important. The emotions, those are important. The feelings, we need them answers lie between those things observe yourself that's the point that's why we have to talk about numerology because observation allows us to be the judge of our own conscious courtroom you know we're just hoteps you know we're just out here hotepping the fuck out of our own shit anyway what's numerology people well I had a book spun up and I closed it so it's a book on Amazon. I think it's on a cloud reader. Let me go to read.amazon.com. Okay, and we're just going to go right in here, this book here. 
Am- or Amazon has, I do Kindle Unl- Unlimited. I used to have an affiliate link, but they kicked me out because I didn't sell anything. But I'm like, how am I supposed to sell anything if you never give me a chance? But have you heard of numerology before? Like, ooh, it says 1111 on the clock. Like, make a wish, honey. That's numerology. Like, oh, my left path is nine. We already touched on numerology because I was excited about life paths. What's your life path? Email me, host at centersun21.com. Also, you can tweet me at centersun21 on Twitter. But numerology, numerology is the analysis of numbers, specifically one's date of birth and associated numerical values given to the letters of the alphabet. So I want to point you to a new book. I started reading without even talking about what I'm reading. There's a, I think he's Indian. His name is Sonny. (laughs) Well, his last name is Sonny. Uh, Dr. V.Y. Sonny, PhD. No idea what kind of PhD that is. Hopefully it's legit. He wrote a book called, <laughs> it's on Amazon. V, it's initials, his initials. V.W. V, damn. His initials are V and Y. And his last name is Sonny. S-O-N, Sony, S-O-N-Y. He's a doctor. And... He wrote a book called Numerology, The Math of Life, the only book you'll ever need. It's on Amazon, Unlimited. And he explains numerology as the analysis of numbers, quote, specifically one's date of birth and the associated numerical values given to the letters of the alphabet, specifically one's name, end quote. So numerology to me is basically recognizing that we create worlds with our language we talked about that seven bowman damn it his name is not seven bowman damn it seven bomar fuck (sighs) he runs a website called secretenergy.com you can link to my affiliate link if you go to devonhouse.com um that's the best way to find crystals um because i'm obsessed with pet rocks (laughs) i call them pet rocks but they're valuable um but it's okay. Um, if you want to find secretenergy.com and you want to support the show, please visit devonhouse.com for, um, you know, there's a whole host of products that you can buy. None of them are going to hurt you. I don't sell nothing. I just sell supplements and crystals. That's it. Bam. I take shit legit too. It's really cool. Like it's weird. Like my weight is okay. Like, I've been taking fiber and stuff like my body is loving me right now and I haven't changed my diet and just like some supplements have just like allowed the waste to just move properly through my body and that's enough to make a huge difference and to keep my weight off like I'm 180 and I can't seem to get fat in a moment I don't know but anyway I also stop eating vegetable oil anyway so numerology quote also examines such numbers and their extraordinary effects on one's life and associated energy vibrations so we know that esoteric energy systems exist we know that for sure well i mean it depends on your path on your life path i particularly believe that the esoteric energy system is real along with so i'm going to continue on i'm going to continue on Along with the interpretation of such information to provide insight and guidance. Continuing on, quote, numerology is a science 
that allows practitioners to help with clients learn more about who they are, what they become, and what they expect in the years ahead. However, it also brings some practitioners far beyond that to a place where knowledge stops being theory and becomes an experience. I hope you will become such a practitioner. The dictionary defines numerology as a branch of knowledge that deals with the cult significance of numbers. In numerology, an astrologer relates each number and alphabetical character to a particular number and believes that that particular number has some sort of cosmic vibration. That we know for sure. That we can measure with science. Even numbers, everything has a vibration. So per, so per Hindu astrology, so Dr. Sonny, Sony goes on to, you know, to say that an astrologer builds relationships between numbers and alphabetical characters to a particular number from one to nine. And each number one to nine is represented by planets. For example, number one. We are the center, center of the sun. That's my theme song, but I haven't finished writing it. (laughs) Number two is represented by the planet moon. Because in the esoteric energy system, we count the sun, the moon as planets. We don't count Neptune and Pluto or Uranus and Pluto. No one exactly knows the origin of numerology. It's ancient. That's where it all started. A lot of this, a lot of the ideas that I'm touching on are all ancient folk ideas. The Pythagorean and Chaldean schools of numbers are the most commonly used. We use this shit every day. Our houses, our buildings, our cars, our medicine, our clothes, everything is built on math. Egypt and all that kind of stuff. You know, all of it goes together. So that's enough of that book. I was on secretenergy.com. There they have this whole this whole setup. It's actually very, it's very enlightening. It's so cute. I'm like, I just wanna, it's kind of too much. Like it's too like, oh, I love, you know, like, oh, vibrations, wholeness, but you know, I'm like, uh-uh, no. All this toxic positivity is is killing me, bigs. But I still find value in people that are curious and want to learn and just want to share. Don't want to sell me nothing. Like if they want to sell me something is to help me and to help themselves. Like nothing more. It's not evil. You know, like that's the kind of shit I want to be associated with. I don't want to be associated with R. Kelly on Twitter or I don't want to be associated with Jesse Smollett. I don't want to be associated with people that are weird and evil and rude. Nicki Minaj like there's all these things like y'all are fucked up out here and so i'm trying to find a new reality i'm trying to find a new culture because i can't be a part of this i love cardi b because she's authentic that's it everybody else is making me feel weird inside i only know what i can intuit from my feelings like that's all i can do and i only back winning horses or whatever so if you see me supporting something it's not because i've thoroughly researched it It is literally because the feeling i get when i 
interact with that thing that I'm supporting is a good feeling. If I don't, if I don't, if I don't promote it, I don't support it. Therefore, let's get into numerology. So I was on secretenergy.com. They have this whole group. If you become an ambassador or whatever, you can become an affiliate and I'm trying to sell their crystals. Okay. And when you become a part of this thing, you get to be a part of their forums on discord.com. And they have this one tab called, and you, they have all these tabs. You can promote your stuff, whatever, and you can ask questions. But one of the big things about it is um, sharing information. And I share this podcast there. If you're listening, thank you for listening. If you're a part of the Secret Energy Tribe or whatever it is, um, I'm trying to get used to it. I'm sorry. I'm just not. I'm friendly, but I'm not nice. I'm just like, oh, I need a side eye. Like, I don't accept everything, you know, like. But that's the point of the entire knowledge base. It's a knowledge base, really. So I was browsing through the books, you know, just a little little nerdy Devon, just browsing books here. And <clears throat> I found this PDF from the numero- from numerologist.com. And it was really cool. It's just very like succinct. It's like a PDF file. It's like 16, 15 pages. And it starts by saying, do you ever feel like certain numbers are following you? And I'm like, yes, bitch. Like, yeah, oh my God. And I always thought, I always thought it was because of confirmation bias. I thought when you see things, so like say, well, sorry. What is confirmation bias? Let's start there. Confirmation bias. Go to Google, Google google.com. Or not, or I guess we use DuckDuckGo. <laughs> what is confirmation bias? What is confirmation bias, Google? Confirmation bias, according to Google, is the tendency to interpret new evidence as confirmation of one's existing beliefs or theories. So I just thought it was like, um, you know, when you start, you know, seeing slug bugs, you know, slug bug, whatever the thing was where you hit everybody, you hit somebody in the arm when you saw Volkswagen Beetle drive by you say slug bug 2000 or something i don't know what we used to say and then all of a sudden you only you always see volkswagen beetles everywhere i thought that was confirmation bias i mean i thought that was numerology like that's what happens when we see like synchronicities on the phone or you know on the clock or on our phone or whatever it is we see these numbers but do you ever see the same numbers every time you look at the clock like 11 11 and this PDF goes on to say, perhaps those same numbers or patterns of numbers seem to appear everywhere you go on receipts, phone numbers, license plates, addresses, billboards, lottery tickets, or account numbers. These could be repeating numbers, ascending or descending, meaning going up or coming down, or perhaps numbers which carry a stronger significance, your birth date, or like the number or the number 911 for an emergency. Like, isn't that weird how... 9-11 is the set, you know, 9-11, September 11th, 2001 is an emergency and our tried and true emergency number has always been 9-11. Did we do that or is that the coincidence? Even before, so the, so this PDF from numerologist.com goes to say, quote, even before the highly digitized world we live in today, numbers were found everywhere. In science, astronomy, music, art, mathematics. Much like Leonardo da Vinci's 
virtue in man. Numbers form the foundation of everything found in nature. Tiny little nautilus shells buried deep in the ocean floor to delicate flower petals to prickly pineapples all the way up to the most gorgeous galleries. And yes, baked in our very core of our existence. Every single moment of every single day, number patterns are swirling all around you. The chair you're sitting on, the coffee you're drinking, me, the air you're breathing, all matter and energy vibrate at a specific frequency and carries a hidden numerical code. If you remember last episode, Chakra 2, Chakra Part 2, we talked about the esoteric energy system. Everything interacts with the vibration. We just happen to be supreme beings and our shit like is like a computer and we could, you know, send and receive like what? Um, But what does that mean? So the numerologist, the the numerologist goes on to say, what the fuck does that mean? And the numerologist.com people say it's not a coincidence. It may previously have been easy to regard these numbers as soulless carriers of quantity. But numbers are anything but. They are exquisite keepers of some of the purest forms of energy in the universe. Of archetypal wisdom and ancient earth knowledge that needs to be reheard and remembered in this modern world we inhabit today. So if certain numbers are repeatedly showing up in your life, it's time to sit down and take note. Literally. And it's like, is it confirmation bias? Because like now that I'm like more aware of like numerology, I'm like, oh my God, I'm like number 11, 11, like it's here, like get your wishes together. But no, literally when I need confirmation, if I'm asking myself a question and I just look for a synchronicity or if I want to confirm something within myself or a feeling within myself, I look for, I just look at the clock. Is there a synchronicity? I work with the um, damn thermometer right behind my back. Every time I look back, and I, I need to think of something. It's 77.7 degrees in that damn lab. Or every time I, you know, it's just like, you know, is when it has it ever been 70. And I record, I literally record the temperature every day. So I could probably find the synchronicities if I wanted to look them up. But there are number patterns. And we talked about life paths. And I feel like it's important. And synchronicities, like repeating numbers, like, so I keep mentioning 1111. Let's just go to 1111. So how does the numerologist people, they, so if you see 1111 on the clock, this number, according to numerologist.com, is the number of instant manifestation, okay? That's probably why it always, that's very common. And we say, make a wish. You are in clear alignment with universal energy at that present moment. So focus only on the thoughts and feelings you wish to take with you into your future. With manifestation mastery comes great responsibility. So ensure you have the highest good of all set firmly in your intentions. When you see this number, you are being divinely supported. It's a beautiful and powerful omen. So isn't that cool? And you intuitively know that that's true whether or not it's just because you're being socialized to believe it's true or that it's actually true you can only go on your feelings that's what you our esoteric energy system our chakras that's where our emotions are stored like when you get nervous 
and you have to take a shit. I'm just saying. Anyway. Huh. Come on, somebody. Another one that I always see is, let's see, one, two, three, four. Is I always see that one? Let's see. I can find that one. That synchronicity. Let's see. Ascending numbers. If you see ascending numbers, one, two, three of the numbers ascending. One, two. Shit, what is it? Where is it? I guess it's just those are the ascending numbers. Yeah. Sorry, I'm like scrolling through this thing. So one, two, three and other sequences. Sequence. Sequen, other number. Sorry, I'm reading too fast. I'm getting like really excited and I'm like reading and thinking faster than I'm like moving. One, two, three and other ascending number sequences are clear signs of simplicity and progression. You are moving towards your life path. Continue taking one firm step at a time. They may also be a sign that you're overcomplicating things, creating unnecessary drama, for, or taking the long route when there's a direct alternative to receive this reminder. So receive this reminder to pare back and simplify. You could benefit from delegating, releasing, and streamlining some parts of your life. Isn't that cool? So try to be creative with this kind of stuff, you know? Um... This is not something that has to be like super serious. Like you can just like have fun and start looking for synchronicities. Like if you understand how radio waves work or anything like gamma rays or cosmic radiation, background microwaves and all that kind of stuff. All of that stuff is basically can be put into the form of a number you know any vibration can be put into the form of a, of a frequency um, measured in hertz so um yeah you can't tell me numerology is not important from a social standpoint from just like a personal just like a you know individual standpoint standpoint because it's valuable in the larger context of the cosmos and the larger context of the universe and if we revert back to any episode of center of the sun we know that what as above what so below yeah <laughs> anyway um that was my little my i, I wish i had a little a, a little sound effects oh my god i need to make sound effects that's going to come in the future devon.org is going to be fucking lit i'm just going to work over the next in 2019 we're just increase we're expanding our territory we're releasing our audience you know we're releasing our net to capture the widest <laughs> We're releasing our net and knocking over empty Sprite bottles in my bedroom. Anyway, we're releasing our net and catching a wide audience because somebody's going to want to hear this and they need to. That's all I have for you today. For you today, thank you for listening. You have been listening to Center of the Sun podcast. Uh, if you have questions or need to, um, you know, just like connect with somebody that is not shitty, um, Jesse Smollett, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you. I hope you're okay, but something is wrong terribly and you're kind of a shitty person and there's no excuse. I'm sorry. There is no excuse because unless you were being um, under duress, unless you're under under duress, I, there is really no other excuse. So help me understand. Um, but you have the benefit of the doubt. And to Jesse Smollett, I am just happy that no one's hurt. Like, can we just acknowledge the fact that no one was a victim of a hate crime directed towards black gay men? Like, that is, that was the only thing I was actually worried about was that there was this cultural hatred towards us. 
again like more like more like on top of what we already go through <sighs> anyway if you need to talk or need to um i want to say if you need to reschedule but i'm not telling i'm not calling you for a reminder <laughs> for an appointment <laughs> you can email me host at centrosun21.com or you can tweet me or dm me too that's possible centrosun21 on twitter today is the launch of devon.org visit devon.org if you want to connect you know with more than just this podcast um there are many things that i'm going to be sharing over the next couple you know instances of interactions on the internet so i can't give you a timeline but anyway thank you for listening and i will catch you on a later date take care Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details even on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks italian leather jackets and so much more and the best part about quince they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe ethical and responsible manufacturing elevate your style without the elevated price tag with quince Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make the brave decision to venture within, you will unlock your true potential so you can push forward with confidence, conviction, and a purpose. For only $1, you can become a Center of the Sun Plus Gold member and get closer to that purpose. No matter how difficult the process may be, Remember, it's your resilience and commitment that will ultimately lead you to where you want to go.